In this week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast, we're going to be talking about all the layoffs that we've been hearing about, and most importantly, what you can do to shore up your defenses. My name is Paul Castain from Castain Training Systems, and I'm the author of the YourSalesPlaybook.com blog and your host for the Sales Playbook Podcast. I've personally trained over 60,000 sales reps, sales leaders, and business owners to sell more. So get your playbooks ready, because school is now in session. This week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast is brought to you by our 2023 sales program. Going to be talking all about it at the end of the podcast. If you happen to be impatient like I am and you'd like to learn more right now, right this second, you can visit YourSalesPlaybook.com slash sales23. So I want to get right down to business today and I want to talk about something that just absolutely breaks my heart over on LinkedIn. And I'm sure you guys are seeing it too, where you see someone in your network or maybe uh, someone outside your network, but someone within your network happens to be commenting on the post where someone's basically saying that I was part of that mass layoff today at ABC Company. And it breaks my heart actually for two reasons. Number one, obviously that this has happened to them. I don't wish that on anyone, right? It's a horrible thing to have, just kind of get blindsided like that, right? But also it breaks my heart for another reason. And the other reason is, is that I know that for some of the people who have been laid off, they're gonna have a harder time than other people. And what do I mean by that? In many cases, what I do when I hear about someone who was part of a layoff, I'll click on their profile. I'd like to learn a little bit more about them. Perhaps, you know, they have a certain skill set that one of my clients could, you know, definitely benefit from or whatever. And, you know, I'll just try to get to know them a little bit and I'll look on their profile and then I'll see that the last time they were active was maybe four or five or six months, in some cases, eight months to a year prior to the layoff. So I feel bad for them because I know they're going to have a harder time than someone else who had been very, very active on the platform. Now, when I say very, very active, I just want to put you at ease about something. There are a lot of quote-unquote gurus that are out there and rock stars that are telling you well you have to post all the time at least every day and you know some of them are even saying twice a day and it's all about that the content and i disagree and i know that for a lot of you guys that scares you away because you know you're not copywriters and you know it 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 is time consuming to do that so what i want to do today is talk about how you could do a version of that right without it becoming <laughs> that full-time copywriting position and uh but talk about other things that could be done quicker that actually have a greater impact believe it or not. And these ideas I'm going to share with you, I just want you to know, I didn't just pull them out of thin air. I've actually been testing them for the last, man, let me think. I've been on LinkedIn since 2008, so 15 years in the making. So I have a good idea what works, what doesn't work, and I really want to share that with you today. So first and foremost, we're going to be utilizing a concept today that I've talked about before on the podcast, and it's called the Pomodoro Technique. The Pomodoro Technique 
is very simply setting a timer on your phone, right? For 25 minutes, don't ask me how they came up with that number. I could tell you it is perfect because what I like about 25 minutes, especially when I use this technique, I it, 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 it is encouraging that it's only 25 minutes because if it was something where I set the timer for three hours, like haven't you done that too, where it's like you're under gun, all right, you're under the gun and you're like, all right, well, for the next three hours, man, I got to block off time. That's when you start procrastinating. But 25 minutes, I'm like, come on, Castane. You know, a child could do this, man. You got this, bro. So 25 minutes. But there is a rule with the Pomodoro technique that for that 25 minutes, you focus only on the task at hand. And really, in this context, it's going to be the things that I show you that you should be focusing on within that 25 minutes a day over on LinkedIn. Now, no interruptions. And I'm dead serious about that. That means that you do not check your phone. You get an inbound call. Don't take it. Heaven forget, heaven forbid they have to wait 25 whole minutes. I guarantee you, you call somebody back in 25 minutes, they're probably starting that call off with, thanks for getting back to me so quickly. So none of that. Certainly no checking your text messages or checking to see, you know, what's going on with the weather or, you know, surfing the net. Or if you're in an office and you have coworkers there with you, in other words, you're not working from home. Even if you're working from home and you have interruptions at home, no interruptions, man. You know, don't chit chat. Just focus on this task and that's how you end up by maximizing in fact you'll do more if you're able to do this and do it in a disciplined fashion i guarantee you that you're going to get more done in 25 minutes than other people are getting done in two hours seriously so let's talk about some of the things that i think that you should do during that 25 minutes you don't have to do all of these things you could focus on one of them for the entire time, but I kind of like a mixed bag. That's how I like to do it. And it keeps me interested, by the way. When I'm doing one task for inordinate amounts of time, even 25 minutes, sometimes I'm like, man, that's a bit much. So one of the things that you can and should do, in fact, I want to address this very quickly. I said that, you know, a lot of people are saying that you have to post all the time. I don't know that you have to do it twice a day. Um, I think even if you could do a few times a week, it would certainly be better than what a, a lot of you are doing now, which is nothing or next to nothing, but a few times a week. But, you know, if you could even do once a day, that would be fantastic. It doesn't have to be a war and peace post. But if you could do that, but I would say at least at the same level of importance, but in many cases more, I would get out there and comment on other people's posts within your network and even outside of the network. In fact, I read this book and I cannot remember the damn name of the book for the life of me. It was a few years ago and I enjoyed the hell out of the book. I'm drawing a blank. But one of the bits of advice in there when it came to social media was uh, to live in the comment section of the people in, in your network. And there are lots of people, including yours truly, who not only read a post but love to hear 
or see or read rather what other people are saying about that post and especially when i get to read contrarian views and in many cases i'm the one that's posting those contrarian views and sometimes you get a nice healthy debate going on and people um get to see things from a different perspective so um definitely live in the comments section and get used to doing that what you'll also find with a lot of people out there if you are and and don't just seek out the rock stars that have 200,000 comments. Um, a lot of them suck at responding to your comments. And A, I usually don't like to encourage that kind of uh, dickish behavior. But what, I rather, what I'd rather do is focus on other people that still get a decent amount of comments and not necessarily the rock stars. But what happens many times is that it encourages reciprocation, meaning you've been post you've been commenting on their posts they see your posts and then they begin to comment in fact i had read something and i know this to be true over on twitter and i read this recently one of the ways to increase your comments and increase um the exposure of your posts is to comment on other people's posts now the reason was very interesting to me is because the algorithm sees that you're interacting with jane so it's going to make sure that jane sees your post because you guys know that not everybody sees your post when you post something so that's one of the ways to get more eyeballs on the posts that you're making by commenting on other people's posts and again you have that whole law of reciprocation they call it by the way where you kind of give things and you get things kind of a give and take uh the other thing that you can do is and i'm a big fan of this and i've been a fan of this forever i've been preaching it forever but once a month send a no strings attached resource to everyone in your network seriously do it send it to them because nobody does it let me tell you what the biggest problem is on linkedin now if i were to post this right now as a question on linkedin what do you think is the biggest problem on linkedin most people and i'm going to say 99 percent of the responses would be referring to something that's known as a pitch slap not bitch slap with a b this is with a p pitch slap meaning you connect with someone you get slapped with the sales pitch that is baby shit alongside of the other problem that i'm going to tell you i'm going to tell you that everybody makes that out to be the biggest problem on linkedin and yes it's annoying yes these people are clueless yes these people would get way better results if they actually you know Put some deposits into that account before they tried to make a withdrawal like that there's a million reasons why it's wrong but i'm going to tell you that's about five percent of the people that i connect with hit me with some kind of a pitch slap 95 percent i would even say 98 to 99 percent of the people i've connected with never reached out to me again once they contact once they accepted the invite or in many cases in my case especially most of my connections reached out to me because they heard me on my podcast or you know they bumping into me over on linkedin or twitter or wherever it is and yeah let me connect with this guy castane and it just blows my mind that they send and you know an invite you connect 
and that's it. They don't do anything. So a lot of people, it's just like kind of, you know, Nike, just do it. I think the, the motto over on LinkedIn is just do nothing. And, you know, I'm not saying this to make you feel bad if this is you, but seriously, it's like, how could you possibly think this network is strong if you're not interacting with with the folks in your network? So um, I would recommend once a month, you send them some kind of a resource. And then really the other thing that I highly recommend, and this has been the piece of advice that everybody rolls their eyes and says, here we go again, because I've been talking about this forever. I guarantee you, my podcast has been on since 2010. So what's that? Going on 13 years in May. It's going to be 13 years that I've had this podcast. I bet you, you will find shit from 2010 on this podcast where I was talking about what I'm going to talk about right now. My best piece of advice to you and the piece of advice that has put consistent dollars in my bank account since I started doing this is simply get on the phone with at least three people each and every week from your network. You're going to move this static relationship, if you will. I wouldn't even call it a relationship half the time. This static you know, name on your screen and you're going to move it to real time and have an actual conversation with people. Now, if you do this two to three times a week and when you do it, it doesn't have to be a lengthy call. It could be 15 minutes. I would recommend no no more than a half an hour. You do this each and every week, two to three a week. That's going to be 100 to 150 people that know you way better than they know you right now. And let me ask you a question. Who do you think would be more likely to help you should you stumble and, Kevin forbid, you lose your job? Or maybe you need to drum up some business, man, because shit's getting real tight out there with the economy. Do you think a complete stranger is someone that's actually spoken with you? Someone that you've been helping and sending resources to and nurturing and commenting on their posts or somebody who doesn't know who you are? And I'm here to tell you that if you wait to do these things until you actually need your network, it's too late. You want to build before these things happen. You want to build your network before you need it. Said another way, nurture now, utilize later. And, you know, the, the, the last thing that I want to say, and I want to be um, sensitive about how I say this, but I want to give a little bit of tough love. And you need to hear this. You're not going to like it if this is you. Um, I've heard lots of things I didn't like throughout my career, but um, when you tell your ego to leave the room and you take the lesson, it could be a very good thing. I want to tell you that, and at the very least, you got to stop ignoring people in your network when they reach out to you, and including some of the assholes that are trying to pitch you or whatever. Dead serious. If you don't, you know, I mean, whatever happened to kind of like a sales professional's courtesy? Somebody reaches out to you, they're trying to sell, just say, hey, you know, I'm really sorry. You know, I... 
I wouldn't be able to utilize it, but, you know, maybe we could network or whatever. You don't even have to do all that shit, but at least, you know, a no thanks would suffice. But I'm not even talking about just that. I'm here to tell you that for years, I've had people in my network that I've sent resources to. I've reached out for free to send them an idea or you know facilitate an introduction or whatever or try to get them on a call to simply get to know them better and i've been ignored now you're not hurting my little feelings i mean i only keep people like that in my network so long and then i kind of kick them to the curb and get rid of them because i I don't see the value in a network that's lopsided in one way and plus you know, if you're going to be in my network, you really have to be someone that I'm confident in recommending to someone else. And if you can't grasp common courtesy and, and respond and and actually, you know, put value in the network, um, you know, I, I have a hard time recommending you. I mean, that's kind of a, a basic thing, isn't it? I mean, I don't think I've just laid out some real harsh requirements Right. I mean, I think I've just basically given the equivalent of, well, you got to have a pulse and breathe, you know, be able to, you know, communicate. But the thing that I think is incredibly shallow is when, and we all have people like this in our network. And I'm also going to tell you, you might be this guy that I'm talking about. We all have people that have never given you the time of day, but now all of a sudden they need something. And they come on to you hot and fucking heavy, right? Yes, I said the F word right there. I'm dead serious. They come on hot and heavy. And it amazes me. And I find it incredibly shallow. You couldn't respond to, I don't know, like the 13 messages I sent you over the last few years. By the way, maybe one of which was a sales pitch everything else was like here you go here's something oh by the way you know here's an introduction to so and so or whatever or you know something helpful and you couldn't respond but now that you need something you're going to be my new best friend i just think that's incredibly shallow and i'm here to tell you that that isn't just me being the angry new yorker i'm telling you it just comes across as incredibly shallow so you don't want to do that so to kind of summarize this in order to build up your defenses and these defenses aren't just that heaven forbid you lose your job but also the economy gets bad and now you know you need more sources of of you know leads and revenue and all do these things that I was talking about where, yes, you're putting up some posts, but you don't have to post all the time and several times a day. They don't have to be war and peace posts. Definitely live in the comment sections of other people's posts. In addition to that, you know, send a resource to your network once a month. Make sure above all else that you're speaking with at least two to three people a week. I want to say something about that final point, about speaking with people two to three times a week from your network. Do you know, and I've written about this at least half a dozen times, like literally where I've cut and pasted 
this like word for word the same blog post for several years because my story doesn't change on it do you know that once i knew that i was going to be starting castane training systems i started increasing the amount of those uh phone calls that i had with people every week for my network i got to the point where i was doing a minimum of 10 sometimes i do 15 because i knew that when the time came i was going to reach out to my network and say guess what i started a business and i have a higher probability with the people who had an actual relationship with me and that's exactly what i did and i can tell you that's what i did to not only start my business but within i think the first 30 days of my business i landed 45 clients 45 clients i landed just by doing this one thing i think what happens folks especially in troubling times maybe we panic a little bit but maybe we don't but i can tell you one thing sometimes we complicate this thing called sales and we're looking for the big sexy answer some complicated thing what i laid out for you is actually quite simple all you have to do is set that timer for 20 25 minutes a day and you could bang out these things and yeah if you've got the time or maybe you want to start a little earlier so it doesn't really get in the way of quote-unquote game time you put a little more time in but i'm telling you with what i'm seeing with the economy and what i've already experienced with it i'm i'm feeling better than i would if i hadn't been nurturing my network and that's really all i have for you before you go I just want to remind you very, very quickly that it was probably about a year ago, I revised our sales program. And I what I did was I combined, I, I, I thought about this a lot. What would it be like to combine sales coaching with sales training in a fully customized experience for you know the participants? Because the problem is with online training, and I do a ton of it, and I love it, and those of you who've been in my classes, I appreciate you. The problem is, is that I can't customize it because there's two, 300 people in it. And unless your company hires me to customize it for your team, you know, some things are going to apply to you, some things aren't. You also don't have a lot of accountability in that type of environment because there's 300 other people and I can't really say hey you know Jamie you know we had an assignment or whatever or you know hey you know Ron we talked about how uh, last week over the course of the next seven days you're going to do A, B, and C how you doing on those things and kind of have that accountability partner so I decided to combine approaches a coaching program along with a training program and create a really customized sales training program but there was one component that was missing and I wanted to do it in a way that was affordable and what a lot of sales trainers do out there and it's not that I'm against it because I get why they're doing why why they do it um I'm I'm not going to say I'm never going to do it, but right now, this program, I'm not going to do it right now, is what a lot of them do is that they do group coaching and, 
you know, again, I feel like I'm starting to get into that whole thing again where there's a lot of people in it and you could you lose that individual kind of approach. So this program that I put together and I decided to make it affordable is something where we're going to have our first discussion, you and I, is basically taking an x-ray and I call it the sales x-ray and we're going to look at the areas where you're strong, not so strong, changes, challenges, qualities that you want to develop. And we're going to create a lesson plan just for you. I'm not going to be pulling things off the shelf. It's going to be completely customized. You and I will meet twice a month. And in addition, I also have different trainings that I've done in the past that are pre-recorded. So we'll sprinkle those in as needed here and there. And then last but not least, I'm going to be supplying you with all kinds of support material. I'm not going to blast your inbox, but things like email templates. And I don't like to use the word script. So we're going to call it, you know, a cold call uh, format or guideline, if you will, or track things like that and and certainly for for voicemail as well cadences that have already you know in sequences that have already been designed for you whether it be for over on linkedin or you know certainly a mix of these different things um and i decided to create it in a way that not only would it be affordable i mean i'm only charging four hundred dollars per month per sales rep for this but I decided to make it so there's no contracts where we're going month to month and I literally have to kind of you know sing for my supper every single month so if you'd like to learn more about it and I'm thinking you know maybe it's time I mean if you've been listening to me for a while and you know what are you waiting for if you like the material uh, it's only going to be better if we're working one-on-one. Would you please visit yoursalesplaybook.com slash sales23, yoursalesplaybook.com slash sales23. With that, I'm Paul Castain from yoursalesplaybook.com. I am wishing you an incredible week ahead. Go get them. Sales Playbook Podcast is a Castain Training Systems production. Sign up for our free sales tips by visiting yoursalesplaybook.com slash subscribe.